relationships I go through And I give it all away Just so I could say that But I know, I know, I know, I know That you're gonna be What's up, motherfuckers? We're back. Hey, this is just another Why Guys podcast. I thought I would set it off with the... That's the kind of tone I was going for in this episode. What's up, motherfuckers? I feel like I didn't really swear at all during the cocktail hour, which is interesting because I was drinking, but I had had a conversation with my guest, Dana Wessel, uh, world-renowned radio superstar, and uh, we kind of discussed, you know, he's... He's a radio professional, so he tried, He was trying to keep the swears down, and I felt, you know, in a kinship of, of what we were doing that I would also try not to swear. Turns out he swore a few times, and I just didn't, and, you know, I like to make my mom proud by not swearing, so, <laughs> mom, I hope you enjoyed the cocktail hour where I didn't swear but got drunk. So, anyway, hey, this is just another White Guys podcast. It is uh, Wednesday night. What day is this? Um, 22nd, isn't it? 22nd, and that voice you hear... Are, is is the magical are the shut your fucking face <gasps> whoa we're already off to that start don't don't get started with me i've had enough of your talk already this week and we'll get to that later <laughs> i don't even know what i did <laughs> we um i did something wrong well i mean no you didn't oh good i just it felt like a fun thing to say <laughs> Throw, get you off your guard Get you laughing, get you in the flow. Word. You already have more energy than the last episode that I we know, did. I know, right? Like, I was struggling. Just didn't bring it. I didn't. I didn't have my A game. I felt uh, a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed, I was, too. I haven't I even ready, listened to it. I was ready to Because it was a freaking embarrassment. Just took us right off the rails. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm sorry. So anyway, this is just another Why Guys podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along with us for another time. I brought you the cocktail hour already this week, but I felt like mm, we needed to bring a numbered episode this week as well. So, bonus pod time. Woo-woo. And uh, I didn't think about this until about 20 minutes ago, so Nikki is the guest by default. Oh, you know. thanks. Thanks for making me feel so, <laughs> so special. Just Jerk kidding. face. Just kidding. I've been thinking about this for a couple of days, and you are always the planned guest. I'm going to try to clear my throat as many times yeah, as possible. Yeah, if you could continue to do that, that would be... <coughs> Sorry, all, all of a sudden. Baba Booey! <laughs> Let's see. All right. Well, should we should we just talk or should we go right to the uh, Facebook questions? Do we have Facebook questions? Already? Oh, I mean, of course. I put a Facebook post up less than three minutes ago. And you want to know who asked the first question? Uh, I'm going to say Rod Stark. That's correct. <laughs> so his first question is... Oh, wait, hold on. Buster's got a squeaky toy. Oh, squeaky toy time. <laughs> Hey, so buddy. That's hedgy. If you hear some squeaking in the background, that's the hedgy toy. No one cares. Oh, Whoa. that was Buster's head hitting the microphone. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey. But. This is a very professional radio broadcast. <laughs> so, Rod would like to know. Yes. Would Nikki Jones be interested in haunted house tours in New Orleans? Um, I, I mean, maybe... I'm not a huge horror fan. Like, I don't. I, I like. You're not the, a fan of horrors. Horror. Haws. I'm. Horrors. <laughs> I get like, especially in haunted houses. Like, it's a little too close. Like, it's a little too. Like, I don't. I don't like that. So, like, that you're not can, into the supernatural sort of. No, bit. like, I want to be scared, but like in a way that I'm not really going to get hurt or anything. 
<laughs> I don't think it's that kind of haunted house. I know, but it's not just... like a Halloween jump out of. I don't think it's I like. No, but like if it's freaky like stuff a, happens, I'm gonna have nightmares. Like it's like the kind of house like you go like an actual haunted house. Like yeah, these people were murdered here and their ghosts remain. I'd rather go to like. <laughs> I think. Like if I saw something freaky, I would pee my pants yeah. and run out screaming. Like there would be no ability to be cool about it like i would lose my mind okay but so in, i'd rather go on like a graveyard tour like because there's some right. really cool graveyard stuff in, be in new that. orleans i would totally do that you know what haunted I, house maybe not so you know much. what i want to do in new orleans what do you want to do since there's going to be a bunch of us i want to do that thing where you can rent a band <laughs> to just parade, parade you around <laughs> and play I'm totally in. i want to get hammered on hurricanes <laughs> and just have a band chase us around follow us around with like tubas and drums and just are you trying to choke our dog no i was trying to keep him from pulling your microphone down when he inevitably jumps can you not do that right now thanks he just wants snuggles i know he misses me i'm totally in for the parade thing i think that would be kick i totally want to i want to make that happen yeah for sure and i have a feeling that dana rod kylie and heather and jonathan and anyone else that we can convince to go with us would totally be down for this. For sure. And I feel like that, that has to happen. I'm in. That All I'm right. totally down for. I really would like to go like, I don't know. I just, like, I've, I've only been to New Orleans one other time. And I was there for like a youth gathering. Um, and so I was, I was an adult leader with like a bunch of, mostly our group was like ninth grade boys. And so we're walking through the French Quarter and there's like, it's just like strip club, strip club after strip club. Yeah, baby. And uh, I wonder, I don't think I'll ever go in any of those. No, I'm sure not. But like they can post like pictures of women that are pretty much naked or pretty close. And then like they have the doors open and they're like calling and like hollering to trying to get you to come in. And so, like, as we're walking down the road, like I'm just like, boys, keep your eyes straight forward because like. We went to have dinner one night in the French Quarter, and that was. <laughs> you gave a, you gave those boys beat off material for weeks. I, yeah, like weeks. Yeah, I so. guarantee you, there's at least one person from that group that, on a lonely night, harkens back to that time they went through <laughs> the French Quarter and they saw an image that stuck with them, and they crank one out. Word, but so like I didn't really get to see that much of New Orleans when we were there. Like we were in downtown a lot and whatever. Like seriously, this is the. Freaking pet sounds. Hold on. Sponsor. Did you leave that on? I, I totally had my microphone turned off and I switched it on right as soon as you yelled. <laughs> oh, well. Be like Kevin Such Smith. Shecky! <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's about the fifth time that that Shecky reference has been referred to in the second season of this podcast. Uh, well, the problem is like in our, in our old house, we had a room we could close off. And so we could keep the jerk faces out of here. And here we don't really have that option. So unless we go back into one of the bedrooms and so there's just lots of extraneous noise in this room anyway. But yeah, so like I would love to go and like, we didn't really go and do any tours or anything like that. Like I I would love to go, you know, I don't know, just see more and explore more of New Orleans just generally. So <clears throat> I'm a much more adventurous eater than I was then, so like I want to take oh, advantage yeah, of some are. of the stuff. I want to take advantage of some of the fun, you know, like New Orleans cuisine and such. 
I just want to get drunk. Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll be doing plenty of that. I, I think I do want to try an authentic New Orleans po' boy. Yeah, yeah, for Gotta sure. Gotta get in on that. I don't like lettuce and tomato on my sandwiches, though. You're just gonna have to get over it. It's part of the whole thing. I try, but I feel like it doesn't. Like lettuce just tastes like wet grass to me. So like, it's I don't want texture. Wet, it adds I don't, crunchy. I don't care. I don't and want crunchy. And then the tomatoes, like especially if they're good ones, like well, they add the lots problem. of flavor. Speaking of good tomatoes. Ooh. Man, how good was that chili I made last so night? Good. I'm still farting over that chili, and I haven't <laughs> had too. a I haven't had a bowl in 24 hours. <laughs> I sent a Snapchat to a couple of my friends, and after I had Snapchatted about out uh, sitting out on the deck yesterday and kind of uh, taking in some some of the glorious rays of the sun, a little vitamin D for vitamin D. Oh God, <laughs> you're such a tool. <laughs> but they said. Uh, they said, don't go in the pool after you've had that chili or you'll, uh, those farts will move you around like a motorboat. <laughs> That's probably true, It, it probably would have been awesome. <laughs> It'd be like... It, I would, it you would get be, a water skied on it, that stuff, It man. would be like, uh, you know, those uh, <laughs> the boots that people put on now and it blows them up out of the water and <laughs> floats them around. <laughs> it would totally be like that. Hey, buddy. Aww. I know that you want loves, but... I'm I'm trying to record my podcast. <laughs> can you just lay down? Okay, we can just do that. Oh, it's just it's a lot when we're both in here. It's very exciting. Yeah, he doesn't really understand what's going on. No, it's like I don't yeah. understand why my people aren't just on the couch like, like they're supposed to be. Why are we not snuggling? But yeah, so the chili was super good. Which, by the way, kudos to me for suggesting that we have chili because you probably wouldn't have made it otherwise. And Oh my goodness, it was delicious. Yeah, kudos to you for suggesting something that I have to do and, and create, that works out great for create me. more work for me. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you do. I'm, <laughs> I'm fully aware of this. Watch out, buddy. Can you, yeah, can you just lay right there? That's a good spot, bud. This is the uh, Buster Lane on Me podcast. <laughs> uh, good okay, times. so... Here's what okay. Here's what Kylie is not interested about doing at uh, New Orleans. Pain to be in a stars line at Access again. Walking so much that my feet bones clicking on the cement. Oh. Other than that, I'm pretty open. If there's haunted stuff though, somebody has to hold me. I'm a chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Kylie wants to do all this horror stuff, but she gets scared. That's weird yeah. to me. Why would well, you want to do that gets to yourself? Scared. Like some people just really like that experience of being scared. Like I used to love horror movies and stuff, and I don't really like them anymore. Like the problem is, if I if I could shut my brain off and just like watch the movie and then be done with it, like I enjoy this the intensity and whatever during the movie, but I hate having freaking nightmares and not being able to wait and not being able to sleep all night and whatever. Like I don't want to do any of that. So. <clears throat> so I just kind of have quit watching horror movies because I don't like I don't like having nightmares. I think your Baba Booey counts up to about twelve. I know I, I can't help it. I'm all I appreciate friendly. it. <laughs> I got all nervous. Oh, <laughs> so should we? I think we got to try to get a house. Yeah, yeah. I totally think we should do a house because a hotel is going to be super expensive and not as fun to like have parties. Although. I would imagine a lot of those houses are going to be expensive too, but if we get enough people, we'll split it up enough. And if we do it early enough, like we should be able to yeah. maybe get a deal like before they 
start to realize what weekend it is. And oh, they know. Up. See, here's the thing. 2018 is the tricentennial in New Orleans. So it's a, like a year-long shit storm of things happening down there, Ooh. which is why WrestleMania is going back to New Orleans four years after it was already there. Gotcha. So I have a feeling that plenty of people are going to know what's going on. Yeah. But we'll just make the best of it. But I feel like... I think that would be more fun. I mean, it just kind of depends on what we can find, obviously. But like, because right. um, if we all stayed in a hotel, like what I don't want to happen is like when we went to Vegas the last time with Rod, well, the first time we went with Rod, um, is like they were down at one hotel on one end of the strip. We were down at another hotel. We were super far away from each other. And so then like when we did stuff together, we had to like, one of us had to go to the other other others hotel and whatever like i want us to all at least be in the same hotel but ideally if we had a house then we could just you know like i mean obviously we're gonna want to go out a lot and stuff while we're there but like even just for like easy breakfasts and stuff like that like we can do some of that in the house without having to like go and buy that stuff and have some stuff like after party things at the house and whatever oh yeah know what i mean podcast studio podcast studio bar get a bunch of our liquor set up hopefully there would be a pool so we can go you know swimming and stuff you know we'll have to see what we can find out i know it'll be a good time i know that for sure i'm excited speaking of pools by the way um i would well so i thought about it afterwards i probably shouldn't have put my feet in the pool because the pool guy was here today and he normally shocks it so i probably am gonna you know my skin is probably gonna flake off of my legs now but you'll be fine um but i put my feet in a little bit and while it's still chilly I think we're almost to the point where we could start swimming. Hmm. Like it if we gonna, have some more warm weather, I think we're going to be okay. It's going to get cold Saturday night, but after that, it's going to be, I think, in the mid-60s the rest of the... Like, swimming time. So it's about time to I'm get... so excited to go back swimming. I know. I miss I mean, swimming. I miss it a lot. I think we've been in... Tw- I've been in twice, I think, since Halloween. Yeah, like we're going to have to figure something out. Like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's not our house, so... But there's got to be a way that we can keep that pool warmer. Yeah, we need to get like a solar cover. We need to get that solar cover thing. Maybe that should be one of the things that we deal with. Word. Anyway. Sounds like a lot of work. First world problems. (laughs) First world problems. Our pool is too cold. (laughs) The pool that is outside my front door is not the temperature that I would like it to be year (laughs) round. And the freaking lawn guy never came again. Two weeks. He didn't come blessed indeed i sound like such a rich we are rich i don't know we are kind of rich right now we got so (laughs) so much money i don't think i I can't i can't say that's the most money that we've ever had but if we get our tax returns while we still have a bunch of this money it it could be the most money we've ever had at one time (laughs) which you know not gonna lie pretty happy about yep yeah i'm gonna take a drink of water say something interesting um something interesting um seriously that's not even funny i know i you didn't give me any warning i'm not good on my feet with that kind of stuff since we're on nola is there a restaurant there you have to try don't know never been so wasn't there a top chef new orleans there was there was we have to go back and look at that and stuff and see if there's there's... something about the turtle or something here's the thing i'm going to new orleans to see a fuck ton of wrestling. I don't know how many restaurants I'm going to go to, how much other stuff I'm going to do. I'm 
there's going to be some of the greatest wrestling in the planet. Okay, so that let me weekend. let me ask this. So, who of the people that are going are really just going for wrestling? Um, well, here's the thing. I don't know. Because does that Heather I am, like wrestling? Heather likes wrestling. Had you have had you listened to the cocktail hour? I know I haven't had a chance. You would know yet. these things. I've been busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of which, what? <laughs> speaking of what? I haven't listened to it yet, but I heard that some some crap was said about me. I don't know about this. What uh-huh. are you talking about? Yeah. Let Let me just say that there will be a reckoning. Whoa! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What are, you, what are you talking about? Uh, I know there was something about that because I, I dipped my grilled cheese in ketchup that I'm oh, yeah, a you're horrible a, person. You're I'm a monster. A, you're a monster. That's that's what he feels. And then there's something else. What's the other thing? I don't It Was I don't it because I don't do you, like wrestling? Why don't you go back and listen to the fucking show? Whoa. Easy killer. Don't come at me with this negative promo <laughs> attitude that, like you're trying to cut promos on me. I'm just saying that like, you know, I don't really appreciate you or Dana, who I've never even met in person, talking smack about me. Well, I wasn't even there to defend myself. Well, I, I mean, I was in the here. living room. You were here. But I wasn't on microphone. I, I certainly seem to recall you prancing your happy ass in here and trying to... <laughs> I was to, not happy. Trying, <laughs> trying to get in on this and violence, thinking about violence in me. I could see it in your eyes. You had that violence. The, I did have the violence. The hate, mm-hmm. the hate in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Trying to bring the pain. You're I'm just saying, Brock Lesnar or something. It, I mean, we could throw down when it, I mean, when we all get together, there could be a problem. I'm just saying. So basically, Dana, what she's saying is, you better watch out. Better watch your back. Sir. I feel like I feel like maybe this we is the, shouldn't all get this, a house together. Is this the start of a feud? Like, I feel like maybe we have a feud I mean, going on. We we might have our own main event to book at this little uh, North. I mean, I need shindig. to learn. I'll have to listen to the the cocktail hour to see like what kind of crap. Well, let's well let's lay it out there, Bruce Springsteen. Who the hell thinks Bruce Springsteen is the best ever? Whoa! Oh, shit! Like, what kind of Whoa. moron thinks Whoa. has Mor- Bruce Springsteen as their favorite moron? band? Moron? Moron? That's uncalled for. <laughs> Seriously, like, you can... Like, here's the deal with Bruce Springsteen. Like, I get it, and he certainly has songs that I like, but, like, I, I sort of get it, but I sort of think he kind of sucks a lot. Like, what? I don't really get what? it. Oh my god. I don't I think they may have just uninvited themselves. When they that's like you can't say that about someone's favorite musician. And and like you love what you love and that's great. Like you know, but it's definitely like I don't I don't get it. I don't I like I Wow. This is I so did not expect this to come out tonight. Jeez. I'm sorry. Maybe I was a little harsh with Moron. Maybe he is a, he's a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster for grilled cheese and ketchup. He's a monster for Bruce Springsteen being wow. his favorite band. Holy shit. <laughs> or favorite musician. Wow. I'm just saying. I think maybe I should just shut this thing off right now. <laughs> Thank you. I had I I'm I'm slowly losing friends as time goes on. Thanks I'm here for to help. thanks it's for part of my master plan to kill your free spirit. Killing my free spirit after all this time. <laughs> wow. I full the full on Nikki heel turn. Like I was not expecting that. Well, well, sometimes I gotta you, you know, just, you gotta call people out. Sometimes you just don't expect to see a person 
really just go the full game. I mean, game. let's see how he likes it now, not being here to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to get off your chest? I'm, I'm good. I think that's it. You want to talk shit about how he likes chicken wings or the Fast and Furious movies? or? <gasps> <laughs> Wait, dude, first, first of all, do you have a hot take on boneless versus uh, bone-in wings? I don't care. Okay. Because... I know that you, you have you, a strong opinion about that, like, but I don't care. You like boneless You like boneless wings because you enjoy chicken tenders, which right. is basically what boneless wings are. Right. But I saw your face light up with this. <laughs> <laughs> the Fast and are the Furious you? movies are hot freaking garbage. Like... <laughs> There's, there oh. is so the only thing that redeems them in the long run is when The Rock came into the series, and at least he looks hot, and you can watch him. Like Whoa. that's pretty much it that is redeeming in the Fast and the Furious series for me, because I don't really give a crap about cars. So like, you know, if they're cool looking cars, I don't really care about that. <laughs> I don't. I just don't really care. So there's not really anything in the Fast and the Furious series that I can because like even though Paul Walker was hot he was a big dumb box of rocks so like i can't like <laughs> even in a fantasy land i can't think he's attractive because he was so stupid and vin diesel is atrocious and horrible in all things and so like i don't even know who the other people are and those are the only two people that i know <laughs> so <laughs> wow the only thing that made did, what did you enhance in i see was uh, it fast five fast or five i think the only thing that made that watchable for me was that Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in it. Otherwise, like I, I th- I'm pretty sure I did fall asleep during it. I'm positive I did. So, so, so when we're all that? in New Orleans together, are you gonna just piss in his mouth while he's like <laughs> just <laughs> squat, <laughs> squat and drop? I mean, <sighs> I mean, I'm just saying. Do you want to tell him his dog is ugly or like? <laughs> I'm sure his dog is fine. He doesn't have a dog, no. but. Well, that's a that's a mark against him too. He should have a dog. <laughs> He's a newlywed. We didn't have a dog the first year we were married. We had these fucking terrible cats, but <laughs> <sighs> the cats precede you, Jones. Oh, I know. Well, now just the cat. Dirty little cock munchers. He is eleven and a half now, so you know, only maybe nine more years or so. <laughs> made made death come swiftly for one of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyway that was so, so there's uplifting. that so if you haven't listened yet go back and listen to the cocktail hour i, know, and, I need to listen to it and see and more now, of what like hear more of what he said yeah you only how do you know that he didn't say some nice things about you I mean, and he probably you just did. I'm shit sure he, all over him. i mean i will say that anybody who has a penguin ambassador and a gold um with delorean yeah. at their wedding has got to be decently cool i mean i will say that Hashtag and they got married bad. and they got married at coma park and the not I mean, they got married in a much nicer garden than we got married in, but like, you know, that's pretty cool. So I will say that, but I don't really know much more about him. I I just, I, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't fully prepared for the full-fledged <laughs> Nikki heel turn. I don't even, I don't really even know what to equate this to. I mean, it's well-known fact that I'm a cold-hearted, dead-hearted bitch. I mean, I'm dead on the inside, so that's not new information <laughs> oh you softened me up quite a bit but i'm, I'm speaking still speaking of dead on the inside have you heard anything about these new planets that they may have found <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to, i'm trying to segue the fuck yeah, we out, can of get out of it we can move on to something else <sighs> i said enough oh buster's laying on the dirty litter mat gross mm, well you're gonna stink bud he already smells pretty much <laughs> all the time 
let's talk a little bit about uh, Buster Man. We had a little bit of a scare with him this weekend. Yeah, he freaked us out. So we did this new vaccine on him. It's called, for leptospirosis. And so, like, you may have heard about it. Like, in San Francisco, there was an outbreak. And I found out um, later as well that there was one in the Bronx as well because my friend Mandy lives there and had her dogs vaccinated also on the same day that Buster was. <clears throat> So a few dogs died out in San Francisco. And so I had been kind of, I had been thinking about it when we first moved here. Our vet talked to us about, uh, talked to me about it because I'd never even heard of it before. And it was, um, they, they, they never mentioned it at all in, in Oklahoma. But so I've been thinking about it for a while and decided, yeah, let's go ahead and get it done. Because I mean, we go to the dog park pretty often and he, I mean, God only knows what he's exposed to out there. So leptospirosis is like a bacterial infection and they basically get like real lethargic and get the flu and then have like, and then they die, they can die from it depending on their health when they get sick. So, <clears throat> so anyway, we, we did the vaccine on Saturday morning and we went to the dog park, everything was fine all day. And then we got home and all of a sudden he broke out in hives all over his head and that's one of the the warning signs. It was scary too because it was like his face shape, like it literally started to change, and like his eyes got scorchy, and like it was like, yeah, he had a whole new head. Yeah, like he really swelled up fast, and by the time like the emergency vet was what maybe fifteen twenty minutes away, and yeah. in that drive, like he was a lot more swollen by the time we got there than he was when we left. So, <clears throat> so we were at the ER for. I don't know, a couple hours, two, three hours, and they gave him like a Benadryl shot and a, a um, steroid shot and then gave him some fluids, and he seemed, well, he seemed to recover pretty well with that and then watched him for a little longer, gave him some fluids, and then we were able to come home. So, And he's been good since, but it just was really scary. I mean, had we not been home or something, I mean, it could have been, we could have lost him very easily because... I mean, he was basically going into like an anaphylaxis, basically, and so like, I mean, they can have he could have yeah, had let's, breathing let's, let's problems not talk about and that. Let's, let's, you know let's, organ shutdowns and whatever. Let's, let's, but let's, so let's. the lesson to be learned in that one is to research a vaccine before. I should have done more research on it before I, I agreed to have Any it. Any research? Um, I did some, but how did you do? It? That was like the first thing that I found was like the, all these dogs are having problems. I know, but I just read these articles on the dogs that had died and with lepto. So in any case, so I'd done a little bit, but then two, don't ever leave your animal alone after they've been vaccinated for probably like a day, um, because he was fine all day, and so it wasn't like we had the shot. He had the shot at like nine thirty in the morning. It wasn't until like five thirty that he started to have a reaction. And so had we gone somewhere or something, it could have been really bad. So stay home with your animal after you get them vaccinated, even if they've never had a reaction before, because he never has. Make sure that you're home. Anyway, but all is well in the end. It didn't end up costing an arm and a leg. It was not just cheap. A, but Just a $40 uh, <laughs> vet checkup that turned into $300 ER bill. Yeah. No big deal. But, I mean, better than the 1300 it would have been for him to thankfully, stay overnight. Thankfully, we're rich. <laughs> I I said someone uh I I had talked to a friend of mine about the amount that my bonus was and then what the actual amount I got today was and she was like that's a lot of taxes out of that money I was like well that's what happens to us rich folks 
I'm going to pay a lot of those taxes. So, astronomers have found at least seven Earth-sized planets orbiting the same star 40 light years away, according to a study published Wednesday in the journal Nature. And they're in, are, are they in like the life, what's that called? It's like the... Well, I'm, I'm trying to read it, but if you want to, you know... I'll stop talking. Just talk right anything? over me. You want to just... Listen can you, here. Can you read through the screen? Can, is it, does it come through on that other side? Why are you being you've, such a douche to me? You've looked at you looked at the headline and then you're asking me. I'm I'm trying to explain it to the people. Okay, let's go and ahead. And then we can discuss it. I'll stop talking. Do you not know how this show I'm works? I'm turning my mic off. Then I can clear my throat so without everybody having to hear it. So you go you go full heel turn, then you baby face it with Buster Man, and now you're back to being a heel. Like, are you going to decide what you're going to be? Are you like Bret Hart? I'm pretty sure you're the heel. You are definitely the a hole in this scenario right now. I never claimed to be a baby face. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked when anyone ever likes me. Wow. I hope that made the air. It might have. Sorry. <laughs> Chilly, man. That was Buster. It was just Buster. Hi, buddy. Hi. I'm trying to talk about the planets with the people. <sighs> Hi. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wish I had my camera rear so I could take a picture of this. The discovery outside of our solar system is rare because the planets have the winning combination of being similar in size to Earth and being all temperate, meaning they could have water on their surfaces potentially to support life. Uh, the seven exoplanets were all found in a tight formation around an ultra-cool dwarf star called Trappist-1. Estimates of their mass also indicate that they are rocky planets rather than being gaseous like Jupiter. Three planets are in the habitable zone, Known uh, habitable zone of this star, known as Trappist One E, F, and G, and may even have oceans on the surface. Wow, that's crazy. Hmm. Buster's licking me like a. I know, guy like in a it's porn a little, <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> it's making me feel a little uncomfortable. If I'm being honest, <laughs> seems a little rapey. <laughs> Buster, man, you're killing me, Smalls. Hey, get so down. what do you think about uh, these planets? I think that's interesting that three of them are in the habitable, habitable, that's a hard word to say. It's an easier word to read. Um, dude, Buster Man. Not, not so much. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, that like that's legit. Like, there could really be, I mean, it, whether there's intelligent life there or any sort of life at all, even if there was any sort of life, like even if it's microorganisms or something like that, I mean, that's huge because we haven't found any living microorganisms or anything on any other planets so that'd be i mean we've seen evidence of like water moving on different planets and stuff but that would be very muy interessante <laughs> that's a good picture <sighs> this is this it turns out that oh i didn't get a good picture of it it turns out it was easier to do this podcast when i just had that office yeah What are you going to do? I know. When we used to be even richer. <laughs> so we didn't have to pay so much for rent. <laughs> we didn't have a pool. We though. didn't have a pool out our front door that we're going to be able to <laughs> swim in soon. Oh. So what else is going on? Is there any... I've I've so been not paying attention to what's going on. Yeah, like I'm... 
I mean, I'm not going to talk about any sort of politics sort of stuff at all, except to say that, like, I need to turn my news alerts off because, for God's sake, I mean, I get, like, 20 news alerts every day on something else that Donald Trump is doing that pisses me off. So, like, like, I just need to not... I don't know. I, I just feel worn out. I just, it, it sucks all of my energy like instantaneously, but, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like there's some, um, well, we know that our friend Hanson is coming to visit us in March, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done a podcast with Hanson? I have not. Hanson doesn't feel like he has anything that he could bring to the podcast. Yeah. That's a pile of bullshit. We should work on that. He reads more than any person I've ever met in my entire life. I can't imagine he doesn't have a few things that he could say. I'm sure he has a lot to say. He just, it's the same. Nobody ever thinks they have anything to say until they start asking them questions and then they actually have stuff to say. And and then you have people like me who think they have tons of stuff to say and then they get out here and they don't really have anything <laughs> to say. Oh, but when he's here, we're going to see Dustin Kensrew and I can't, I totally can't think of the guy's name. Um, you know but, that like one person listening to this is going to know who that is. I know. Right? Well, he's a lead singer of Thrice and that's a band you should know. And you should also know Dustin Kensrew's solo music as well because they're really good. Um, because... And this this concert becomes even more important because Dustin Kensrew will be in my town, so we'll get to go see him. And Hanson's going to come with me, which is pretty exciting. But Thrice, my all-time favorite band, is going to be in my freaking town, and I'm not going to be here, which is <laughs> totally a bummer. Well, but first world problems. It's Jones. the way it goes. So there is one thing I do want to talk about, okay. and it is a little political. But there's an interesting article on Business Insider today. Uh, And it basically reads this. Enacting policies that promote equality like same-sex marriage laws may ease the mental burdens on lesbian, gay, bisexual young people, according to a new U.S. study. Researchers found that in states where same-sex marriage became legal, there was a drop in suicide attempts by high school students especially among sexual minority students. The first state to legalize same-sex marriage was Massachusetts in 2003. 35 states had done so by June 2015 when the U.S. Supreme Court made it legal nationwide. The staggered implementation of same-sex marriage in different states offered an opportunity to examine the relationship between policy changes and outcomes. Suicide in the second most sec, suicide is the second most common cause of death among people between 15 and 24 years old, which is That's fucking really depressing sad. as it is. That's really sad. And the risks for lesbian, gay, and bisexual teens are significantly heightened uh, for the suicide attempts. In 2015 version of a nationally representative youth risk behavior surveillance system survey. of gay, lesbian, and bisexual high school students reported having attempted suicide in the past year Mm. compared to 6% of their heterosexual peers. Just think about those numbers for a second. That's staggering. That's one in just, it's basically one in three gay, lesbian, or bisexual high school students contemplate killing themselves. But it's a choice. They, they, they're choosing to be that way. Don't, don't be like that. Don't, don't, don't know, degrade the moment by talking about it like that. But I, it just goes to prove that, like, like who would choose that? Like, for nobody, the, for nobody the new, would choose to put themselves through that kind of pain. Like, yeah. it's an easier, like, 
it's an easier life to be what is considered socially normal. So like to be, well, I mean, to be white, to be heterosexual, like those things, it's an easier life to be those things. And obviously you can't control the color of your skin, but you can at least outwardly control your sexuality and like how you express that and who knows what about your sexuality. But that to me, that those statistics, like that shows the hopelessness of kids who are struggling with their sexuality and aren't sure where they fall in it. And maybe they aren't, maybe they're just in a time of confusion and who knows if like, maybe they are, maybe they are gay, lesbian, bisexual, whatever, or maybe they're not like, maybe they're just going through confusion and it's all going to work itself out in the long run. And I mean, no matter what, it's going to work itself out to some degree, but the, the, depression and the hopelessness that they feel as they're going through that time period is very it's made more so when they know that there is no social norm like marriage available to them there is no like there's no acceptance of that and like we can say all that we want that Christianity is under attack in this country and that Christian values are under attack they're truly not um, the things that are under attack is anything that falls outside of those Christian Judeo-Christian ethic norms. Like those are the things that are under attack. And so, and particularly now, like I read today that they're rolling back the federal protections on like tr- transgender bathroom protections. They're rolling that back on a federal level. So that will be, it's up to, it's a state it's a state issue now. And so that's certainly a philosophy on whether that's a state issue or a federal issue. But I think in our country, we have found over the long term with things like civil rights in the 60s, that when you leave certain things to the states to do the right thing, they don't always do that. And so sometimes you need to come as an overarching federal presence to say, Okay, we say freedom and justice for all, freedom, liberty, and justice for all. We say that everybody has the right to pursue their happiness. Like, then let's really, are we we really that or are we not? So the 2015 version of this this study, the researchers collected data from the U.S. public high school students grades 9 through 12 between January 99 and December 2015. The researchers compared rates of reported suicide attempts in 32 states before and after same-sex marriage implementation to reported attempts in 15 states without legalization. Almost 9% of all respondents and nearly 29% of students who identified as sexual minorities reported a suicide attempt before same-sex marriage implementation. Researchers found implementing the same-sex marriage was linked to a 7% reduction in the number of high schoolers attempting to kill themselves. The researchers estimate that same-sex marriage legalization is tied to 134,000 fewer suicide attempts each year. That's amazing. So, like, if you think about, like, if you can remember back to when you were in high school, like, like, junior high and high school, like, those are, no matter what, like, it's a painful time. Like, there's fun in that and whatever. And, like, for some people, it was the best time of their lives. But for a lot of people, it was a really awkward and difficult time. And so you're... Your body is changing. Your hormones are all all crazy and whatever. And like all you want to do is be normal. Like all you want to do, like very few people are comfortable being in the spotlight and standing out and being so different from everybody else around them. Like that's why like, <laughs> I mean, 
you go to a, a concert, like when I would go to like hard rock shows or whatever, there was just a sea of black t-shirts cause, and weird hair and lots of eye makeup like on guys and girls because that was the norm and everybody fit in there. Maybe they didn't fit in anywhere else in their life, but they fit in there or whatever, you know, like, but so like, it's such a, it's such an awkward time and all you want to do is be normal or to have people not notice the things that are weird about you. Because when you grow into adulthood, like things that are weird or quirky or whatever, those can be appreciated. And like you can grow into your comfort level with them and just acceptance of them. But as a kid, it's really difficult to have that kind of um, cognitive like maturity to, to know like, hey, this is something that like this makes me different than everybody else. And instead of like embracing that, which hopefully most people come to at some point in their lives when they have quirky things about themselves. Like as a kid, you just want that to go away. You just want to be normal. And so like, I know that like with the, with the protection and the, the protection of equal rights in marriage, like what that gives then is a, and, and this is the argument against it as well, is that it makes that more normal. It makes it not a weird thing to be, to like someone of the same sex, to be attracted to someone of the same sex as you. And I know for some, for some people of faith, that's a very difficult thing. And they don't, they don't want people to feel comfortable with that. They don't feel it's natural or normal. They don't, they don't want that. But I just don't like, how do you, you are how you are. Like, I I don't, more than anything, like, I, I wish that everybody could look at that. And I know that other other people will look at that and see that differently than I do. But like, to me, that's validation of like why those laws are in place or why that, why that was an important decision is that nobody should have to feel hopeless in their situation. And there's enough hopelessness in the world. Like if we can take some of that away, like why the hell wouldn't we do that? Yeah. And, and here's, bottom line for me and and this if you're talking to people of faith and people people of faith believe that god is the creator of everything right and therefore my my thought would be if god is the creator of everything he created everything from us down to the smallest microorganisms do people not realize that human beings are not the only species on this planet that are attracted to the same sex or are completely asexual or are bisexual so are all of those animals are the i i where the difference would be that we have a conscience and a soul and so then it see but that's so fucking that horseshit puts us at a different level this, than the this normal is animals where than the other this animals. is where organized religion goes off the fucking rails because all they are doing is ascribing ju- uh, rules and beliefs and all of this other shit to form the view in which they wish the world existed right and in order for them to conform to a social standard that they would like to see exist in this world. And what's funny is, 
if it's 10,000 people, it's a, it's a cult. If it's, you know, 2 billion people, it's a religion. So, I mean, I, I hear people talk about Scientology and all this, all this stuff. And I heard Leah Remini and all of the craziness that goes into Scientology and they are fucked up, but not all Christianities are not, not all Christians and not all of people that are people of faith are fucked up, but a lot of them are. And it's because they have their worldview and they want to project the way they think the world should be onto everyone else. And that is a flaw of our humanity. And that is a flaw of the free will that we have. It's like, Alton, I I don't know that I've ever said this on the podcast, but I know you and I have talked about it before. Like, like, for example, when we look at like, let's take dogs, for example, like there's a million different breeds of dogs. Like some of them are registered and are, you know, like registered recognized breeds. Some of them are just mutts and whatever, like Buster, you know, God only knows what's all in him. Like, but we appreciate those differences and don't discriminate against them. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter if a dog is black or white or gray or brown. Like we still, we look at the dog for its merit on its own. Like certainly there are things, maybe people are attracted to certain dogs more aesthetically or whatever, but like we can appreciate the look of a dog doesn't matter so much as how they behave, how they like, if they're a lovable dog, whatever. So my point is, why can't we do that with people? Like we can do that with other things. Like we appreciate the diversity in nature. We appreciate, you know, like there's millions of different flowers. We love that there's so many different flowers. They smell different. They look different. They're different colors and they all have their own individual merits. And so instead of like saying we all have to be like, that it's more preferable to be white. Like historically people as, as color wise, they go as their color gets darker, they are more and more oppressed. Like why do we, why can't we just appreciate the fact that like someone coming from the, from Africa may have skin that is like so black. Like it doesn't even look like it could be the same skin as my skin because it's such a different color because I'm beyond like I'm translucent I'm so pasty you know like why can't we just appreciate that or the fact that like many African people have like the the different sort of hair different hair texture like let's appreciate that instead of it like I don't my point is that (laughs) there is a point in here somewhere the same goes with sexuality like there's not as we've learned more about psychology and or psychiatry and how the human mind works and how um, our physiology, there's the things that we have traditionally said are norms are not, there's tons of diversions off of that. And so why can't we accept that instead of trying to push it down? Like I'm not, I'm not interested in having in in having a relationship with another woman or with multiple people. Much or with to whatever. my chagrin. <laughs> but like, if somebody else is that's a norm for them, then let that be their norm. I guess like as I'm getting older and as I'm, I feel less and less sure that I'm right about anything, and so like 
I don't, what amazes me is when I look at these people, especially like, cause as a Christian, like I feel like I can, I can say things to other Christians or say things about other Christians and look at them and say, you know, like, and I'm not, I'm not saying this with judgment, but what I don't understand is how you can be so sure. Like, I don't understand how you, how, and everybody's different, I guess, but like, as you learn more about God, as you learn more about yourself and your faith, as you learn more about like there was a point in time where I was positive of a right and a wrong. There was a point in time where there was very little gray. And I think as I have grown and matured and as I've learned more about the world around me, there is very little black and white. Almost everything is gray, like to an astonishing degree. And so like, I don't understand how then you can be so sure that you're right, that you would then take try to take away somebody else's right to life or to to their liberty because you're so sure that your way is right and their way is wrong how do you know that even like biblical scholars don't agree on the things that christians talk about that like the verses that they use as backup for homosexuality being wrong like there are biblical scholars across the board who do not see those verses the same and so how can you be sure that that's what they were talking about I, I just don't understand that that like they're so committed. I don't understand it. At I don't the, understand at how the you end can of the, be. at the end of the day, what needs and to be what needs to fucking happen is people need to use their faith to guide their lives and quit worrying about everybody else's fucking life. Right. Live your life the way you choose to live it. Let everybody else live their lives the way they choose to live it. And be nice to people and we'll all have a much better fucking time. I guarantee it. Who cares what people do outside of anything that affects... It, it doesn't, at the end of the day, if two dudes kiss in front of you, does that really fucking matter? No. Right. That has about, nothing to do with our marriage. How, how about two guys just get married people, or two women get married, about, that has nothing to do with us. How about just let people love who they love and mind your own fucking business? Yeah. And hey... Maybe if you do that, maybe a few less people will kill themselves. Yeah. So on that positive note, that's the jog pod for this week. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Nikki, do you Thank have any, you. do you want to shit on Dana a little bit more before no, I'm we good. go? I think I did enough. All right. I've You're, done enough damage. Tell him the, what an asshole he is or <laughs> anything like that. I'll meet him in person before I tell him he's an asshole. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Dustin Jones. Always protect the five It's just me against the world. Ooh.